0: Thank you very, very much, preschoolers. Thank you, parents, for being here tonight. We always welcome our little ones to lead the worship. It is amazing the spirit and the joy that our little ones have when it comes to either telling the Christmas story or participating in the praising of the baby Jesus. So we thank you for that. reminder that you can watch... All of that again, as many times as you want, it's all recorded, it is on the Emanuel YouTube channel, just go to the website and it will be there and you can play it over and over, play it again at Christmas time, play it for your family as much as you want. So I have a short message, a brief word for all of you and then we will get to refreshments and crafts that you can either do here or take home. So our theme for tonight is waiting. So just like all of you had to wait from the beginning of the program to get, to see the kids sing. We all have things that we wait for. Our verse for tonight is this, they who wait for the Lord, we wait for many, many, many things, important things, but there is nothing more important than waiting on the Lord and God's promise is that as we wait, God will indeed renew our strength. Now, we know Christmas is right around the corner, and if it we're up to us, certainly if it were up to the kids, Christmas would come tomorrow. Kids have a hard time waiting, correct? So do adults. I remember last Christmas at one of the department stores, I heard this story. There was a child, a little boy, And he was staring intently at the bottom of the escalator. So this kid is there. He's just watching the escalator. He's watching the railing go up. And he's just staring at it intently. Of course, the saleswoman comes over and she asks if he is lost. And he says, no, I'm just waiting for my gum to come back, right? (laughs) Now, I would say that that little kid was a little bit more patient than most of us, especially at Christmas. And the reason, of course, is because unlike this tree, which has nothing under it, probably at your house, if your tree is up, the presents are beginning to accumulate. And if you're anything like I was growing up, you would take those gifts and you would see if any of them had your name on it, and then you would shake it and you would lift it, And the heavier it was, the better the gift it was going to be. And you couldn't wait at all until Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whenever you opened those gifts. Now imagine today if you have gifts like that under your tree and you're a kid and your friend comes up to you and they say, you know what, there's not going to be any Christmas this year because your parents are going to send all those gifts back to the store or Amazon or wherever they came from because your parents are mad at you and they don't think that you deserve to have Christmas. How would you feel as a child? That would just about break your heart because waiting is hard enough, but when there are doubts, it's even harder. Well, we as adults are no different. We have a hard time waiting as well, don't we? When someone is Grinch-like and and puts a damper on our Christmas, we feel the same way as the kids do as well. So imagine this, that God promises that he is going to send a Savior 2,000 years ago. Or in our lifetime, you are praying to the Lord, you want something in your life, something that is needed, and it seems like he doesn't come through. Have you ever done that? Have you ever prayed and you wonder, where is God anyway? I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and nothing seems to happen. And then a friend of yours, who maybe isn't such a good friend at all, says, well, maybe the problem is you don't have enough faith. Or they remind you of something terrible that you had done years and years ago. And they say, God is holding that against you. You wonder... If God even loves you at all, and your friend says, I wonder if there is even a God at all. And we begin to have these nagging fears in our heart. Well, the truth is that waiting is a part of life. We see it over and over and over and over again in the Bible. I think I have three examples up there. Some of you remember Jacob and Rachel Jacob was promised that he would get to marry the love of his life, who was Rachel, and he had to wait 14 years. Can you imagine a courtship that lasts for 14 years until he finally gets to marry her? Another example, of course, is Mary herself. She is told by the angel Gabriel that she is going to bear the Son of God. What an exciting thing. She can hardly wait for it to happen, and yet she has to hold on to this secret for the next Nine months. Or even at the end of the life of Jesus. He's died. His disciples are distraught. And then He raises from the grave, just like He had promised. They see Him. They get to spend 40 days with Him. And then He ascends into heaven. They want to tell the whole world. And He says, no, no. Go back to Jerusalem and wait for the Holy Spirit. Waiting to be in agony, and yet God says that as we wait, He will do at least three things in our heart. He'll strengthen our faith, He will help reveal His will to us, because isn't it true, maybe it's just me, but isn't it true that so many of our prayers are all about what we want, and not so much what God wants for us? It's like when you go into a darkened room, what's the very first thing that you do? If we were to turn the lights out and and then as you adjust, you squint and you look and you look and pretty soon it doesn't seem to be so dark anymore. Your eyes have adjusted to the new amount of light. And that's what God so often wants for us as we are waiting for those things in our lives that we have prayed to him about. He wants us to see that he is the one who is in control. He is the one whose timetable truly matters. And so often in that, our faith grows. There's one thing that we often forget, and that's just, as we are waiting on God, God is also waiting on us. From the very beginning, God has been incredibly patient with his people. Thousands of years ago, when the world was corrupt, God sent a flood, but he, he kept eight of those people, no and his family, safe in the ark. He could have destroyed the entire earth, but he did not. Today, as we see all the things that are going on in our world, we wonder, how can all this happen? Where is God in all of this? And he's simply being patient. Allowing us to change. And so, if you go to the next slide, God has often told us that we are to worship Him alone. And He's waiting on us to put away our idols. God has told us to love our neighbors as ourselves. And He's waiting for us to put away our hate. God has told us to trust in Him completely and not to be afraid of what might be happening around us. And in all of this, as we saw in the very beginning, for those who wait on the Lord, He will renew our strength. About 30 years ago, my wife and I, Sharon, decided that we were going to adopt, even before we got married, we decided that we were going to adopt a child. And so we did all that we should do. We filled out all the paperwork. We did our home study. We got recommendations from family and friends. We sent literally thousands of letters to almost anyone we could think of, all around the country, to to hospitals and doctors and pastors and churches, to anyone that we thought might have a child in need that could be adopted. And of course, we prayed. And we prayed. And we waited, and we waited, and a year went by, and two years went by, and three years went by, and four years went by, and we had lots of near misses. One time, about this time of the year, in fact on Christmas Eve, there was a mother who had decided that we would be the perfect fit, and that we would adopt her baby, which was going to be born that night. We thought it was absolutely perfect Christmas Eve when the Savior is being born. And then we learned that same night that the adoption was not going to go through. And yet we still waited. God renews the strength of those wait upon Him. Sometimes we receive what we want right away. Sometimes it takes our entire life. Sometimes, like with Abraham, it doesn't occur at all in our lifetime. God promised Abraham that his offspring would be as numerous as the stars in the sky, and yet he didn't even have a child until he was a hundred years old. And yet, here we are, thousands of years later, and God's people literally number in the billions. About as many stars as you might count, if you could, in the the sky tonight. God gives strength to those who wait upon the Lord. Now, I told you a little story about my life and you may be in some situation right now where you are wondering where the Lord is and you're wondering when God is going to answer your prayers or maybe you're seeking direction or guidance on a very important issue in your life and you wonder why the Lord is not answered. The good news is is that God does have a plan. We don't always see it right away. His plan was to send His Son to come here to this earth, to become one of us, to know everything that we have ever experienced, and then to create a relationship with Him forever by putting away our sin as that perfect child grew up and died on the cross, and then to rise again so that we could have eternal life as well. I'm going to show you a little picture here. After five years, this little guy came into our lives. We got a call right after Thanksgiving. And we were told that he was going to be born in early January. So after five years, we still had to wait. (laughs) But I remember when we went to that hospital traveling all the way from Missouri, where we lived at the time, to North Carolina, where Philip was going to be born, I remember thinking, as we got there on January the 6th, which ironically is Epiphany, which you know is a time when the wise men saw the baby Jesus as well, and I thought to myself, they traveled so much further so many years ago than we ever would. And their prayers were finally answered as they saw that little baby, the Savior of the world, born in the manger. And now we had our own little one as well. And so, my friends, as you may be a little impatient throughout this Christmas season, maybe with the things that you're hoping for, the things that you're waiting on, know that the Lord is there and he does have a plan and he does have a promise not only to strengthen your faith but to show you his will and to point always to the Savior who is born for each and every one of us. And so matter no matter how long you wait, you can never wait for God in vain. Let's all rise now.